This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. I'm Jane Pauley, and this is Sunday Morning. With all the troubles we see all over the face of the earth these days, where to find some peace and quiet? How about under the sea, in the company of a creature that can truly be said to be well-armed? Chip Reed makes the introduction. They're graceful, smart, and very unusual. You would really have to go to outer space to come up with someone more different from us than this. They say this is like being kissed by an alien. And they are right. Ahead on Sunday morning. Wow. We'll be hearing from Carlos Ghosn this morning. The man behind the caper that's captivated the world. Just how did the accused auto executive make good on his escape from Japan? Charlie Daggett has many, many questions. My only hope of being able to defend myself, get out of the country. Facing charges of financial misconduct, 
former Nissan chairman Carlos Ghosn claims he had no chance of a fair trial in Japan. So what does he say to the people who speculate he smuggled himself out of the country in a box? Everybody's talking about the box, well, good, except you. Good, good for them, good for them. Yeah, but I'm the only one who knows exactly what happened. So. Later on Sunday morning, Carlos Ghosn speaks out on his great escape. Our Sunday profile, Kim Novak, a star from the past who's happy to have left Hollywood behind. With Morocco, we'll be paying her a visit. Kim Novak was one of Hollywood's great screen sirens of the 1950s. But these days, she's more at home with her art and her animals. Are you kind of a hippie chick at heart? Yes. <laughs> I am. Later on Sunday morning, Must have been Mungo. Kim Novak. Is a proposed federal law protecting the rights of working women during pregnancy Long overdue. As many as a quarter million expectant mothers every year certainly think so. Jan Crawford will have some of their stories. It's supposed to be one of life's most joyous events. It really is an economically disastrous decision for, for many working women. Getting pregnant can be an economically disastrous decision. Absolutely. Ahead on Sunday morning why so many women are losing their jobs just because they want to start a family. Christine Johnson visits with Grammy nominee Gary Clark Jr. Seth Doan explains why pistachios are green gold. Steve Hartman uncovers a new branch on his family tree. And more, all coming up when our Sunday morning podcast continues. It's well-armed and often misunderstood, and it's a creature our chip reed has been getting to know, an animal so unusual it's even celebrated in song. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. It's one of the most bizarre creatures on Earth, and not just because it looks so different. The octopus can camouflage itself in a flash, squeeze its entire body through a one-inch hole, and their brains? That's right, brains, with an S. An octopus has one large central brain and eight mini-brains, one in each arm. Octopuses are so brilliant. Author and naturalist Cy Montgomery believes their intelligence is almost off the charts. We give them the same toys to play with that we give our children. They love to play. Play is one of those characteristics of higher minds. As if on cue... There she is. Oh, beautiful Rudy. Rudy, a giant Pacific octopus and one of the stars of the New England Aquarium in Boston, seemed to want to play with us. Some people go, ooh, that's creepy. You go. I say this is one of the most beautiful creatures on this planet. One of the smartest, one of the most interesting, and one of the most alien. In fact, they're portrayed in movies as aliens. That's right, and as monsters. Yes, Hollywood octopuses have torn down the Golden Gate Bridge. They've destroyed ships. 
Hello, Beastie. And feasted on movie stars. Montgomery says it's unfair to demonize them. You would really have to go to outer space to come up with someone more different from us than this. Their mouths are in their armpits. They have three hearts. They have blue blood and the grace. I mean, who has grace like this? Montgomery spent countless hours here studying these otherworldly beings while writing her book, The Soul of an Octopus. Do you believe the octopus has a soul? I believe if I've got a soul, this octopus has a soul. And that, she claims, is not the only thing they have in common with humans. When I met an octopus for the first time, I was so struck by the fact that she was just as curious about me as I was about her. She knows me. Wow. Look at that. May I? Yeah, absolutely. Hello there. We went behind the scenes to see for ourselves with the help of senior aquarium biologist Bill Murphy. It turns out that calling an octopus curious is an understatement. Uh, she's more interested in you than the food. <laughs> that's scary. That's scary. <laughs> it felt like she wanted me to join her in her octopus's garden. She is powerful. Yeah, you feel the pull of the muscle? A big part of Murphy's job is keeping Rudy from getting bored. Because they're so smart, we uh, try and keep them mentally stimulated, and interactions like this help with that, because they're figuring us out and who we are and what we're doing. There are about 300 species of octopus, but the giant Pacific octopus is the largest, averaging 16 feet in length and 110 pounds. It's also the longest-lived octopus. Even so, its lifespan is only about three to five years. They have such personalities. Each octopus is different. So when you work this closely with them and you interact with them on a regular basis, you, you build a relationship with them. That's got to be difficult that they live such short lives. It is. It is. It's very difficult. But you enjoy the time you have. To learn more, we headed down to Cape Cod, where we met Brett Grassy of the Marine Biological Laboratory in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. This is beautiful. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty good day in the office, huh? He's responsible for the care and feeding of the lab's octopuses and comes here to stock up on their favorite food, tiny grass shrimp. So kind of poke and move along. Yeah, exactly. We got some jumping around in there. Next stop, the beach for another octopus delicacy, crabs. Three, two, one. Whoa, look at them all. <laughs> there you go. Just grab and scoop. <laughs> Back at the lab, the day was about to get a lot better for a small California two-spot octopus and a lot worse for one of those crabs. This is going to be quick. Bon appetit. Don't blink. There's the lunge. So, of all of the octopus's oddities, perhaps the most extraordinary is its talent for disguise. Watch that again in reverse slow motion. The octopus changes its shape, colors, patterns, even the texture of its skin to look like seaweed, and does it in the blink of an eye. It's called dynamic camouflage. I would argue that dynamic camouflage is a form of intelligence. 
That video was shot by Roger Hanlon, senior scientist and a top octopus researcher at the Marine Biological Laboratory, who recently gave a TED Talk on octopus intelligence that went viral. It doesn't just happen instinctively. They actually think and decide how to camouflage themselves. That's right. This is not a reflex. This is a decision-making process. They're taking into account the surrounds for camouflage, but also an approaching threat, and they're calculating all along about what they're going to do next. For example, the moving rock trick, the hide-and-seek trick, and the suit of armor made of shells. As a scientist, Hanlon is skeptical about attributing human-like emotions to the octopus or comparing their level of intelligence to ours. See them go all dark. But he does say they are stunningly creative. This is a complex animal. It's making decisions all of the time. That takes a big brain. A big brain in a unique and mysterious creature that scientists are only beginning to understand. It feels like shaking hands with an alien, just like they say. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now a page from our Sunday morning almanac. January 12, 1949. 71 years ago today. Arthur Godfrey and his friends. The day Arthur Godfrey and his friends debuted on the fledgling CBS television network. Already a familiar voice on the radio. Uh, hello, 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 hello. This is Arthur Godfrey. Godfrey first made the jump to television the previous year. And by the early 1950s, he was a CBS mainstay. With his folksy style and way with the ukulele. On top of old smoky. Arthur Godfrey was riding high. Backed up by a team of supporting entertainers, including the popular young singer Julius LaRosa. No! But after LaRosa missed a rehearsal and went so far as to hire his own manager, Godfrey struck back during the radio portion of his morning show. And I would like Julie, if he would, to sing me that song called Manhattan. La Rosa dutifully sang the song. Summer journeys to Niagara and to other places. Only to get a big surprise from Godfrey when he was done. Thanks ever so much, Julie. That was Julie Swan's song with us. He goes now out on his own as his own star. Godfrey's abrupt firing of Julius LaRosa was a media sensation. Though he defended his move by accusing LaRosa of, as he put it, a lack of humility. Godfrey's warm and friendly reputation was called into question. In 1959, ratings in decline, Arthur Godfrey left the air for surgery to remove a cancerous lung. He never fully returned. 
Arthur Godfrey died of emphysema and pneumonia in 1983 at the age of 79. His prominent place in early television history, forever secure. The world has more questions than answers about former auto executive Carlos Ghosn's recent journey from arrest in Japan to a parent's safe refuge in Lebanon. A mystery made all the more intriguing, Charlie Daggett tells us. Because of speculation, he smuggled himself out in a box. You don't get as far as Carlos Ghosn has come without thinking outside the box. It was a big risk that you took. I know, but, but, but it was a bigger risk to stay. A risk that would mean thinking inside the box. And if they ever make Gones' escape into a Hollywood movie, they'll have to begin with the words, based on a true story, to get audiences to believe the plot. The real story goes that the former Nissan CEO was under house arrest in Tokyo in 24-hour surveillance, when he gave Japanese security services the slip on December 29th. He boarded a bullet train undetected for a three-hour trip to Osaka Airport. Here's where the mission began to look impossible. Was there a point during that escape that you were thinking, this is crazy, this could all go very wrong? Oh, I, I knew that I was taking risks. I knew that if I was putting people around me in the loop, not only they were taking a risk, but also the risk of any slippage, any rumor, any leak would be very high and it would kill any project like this. So I had to work by myself only with people who are going to operate. You know, there was nobody else. This was the condition. And the other condition is you need to think fast, act fast, and make something simple. Daring, but simple. This was the most difficult decision of my life. He doesn't dare share the details for fear of incriminating his cohorts, but it reportedly included a team of around 15 people, including a former U.S. Green Beret and a price tag running into the millions and a box. This box. Can we talk about the box? Uh, Was no, there a no, box? No, I'm not going to talk about it. Everybody's the, talking about the box, well, good except for, you. Good, good for them, good for them. Yeah, but I'm the only one who knows exactly what happened, so... What investigators believe happened is that the industry giant stuffed himself into a box for concert equipment, holes cut in the bottom so he could breathe. Here's what it looked like when a Japanese news reporter tried to get into a box of the same size. Gon was then spirited away on a private jet bound for Istanbul en route to Beirut, where we spoke this past Friday. Was there a moment in the box that you were thinking, what's become of my life? You know, I'm a, I'm a very realistic person. I know that, uh, you know, success don't last forever. Fortune don't last forever. There are ups and downs in life. You have to confront tragedy as strongly as you confront success. And uh, even though I didn't have a lot of shortfall, uh, this one was a big one, and it was a test for my resolve and for my character. How the auto titan fell into trouble is as compelling as how he got out of it. He was hailed a hero when he pulled Nissan back from the brink of bankruptcy in the late 1990s. When you make an investment, you're doing it for the long term. 
the CEO with the rock star swagger, enjoyed the trappings of success hobnobbing with the global elite in Davos, bobbing around on his $10 million yacht, globetrotting on board private jets, even hosting a Marie Antoinette-themed party at the Palace of Versailles. But when profits began to plummet in 2018, Nissan executives accused him of not disclosing exactly how much he was taking out of the company, among other charges. He was arrested and charged with financial wrongdoing. He said authorities kept pushing back his trial date and that he was barred from even communicating with his wife. And in a country with a 99% plus conviction rate, he says he never stood a chance. So I'm sitting here alone in a country which is not mine, in a system that I don't understand. I have everything, uh, uh, you know, all, all red signals everywhere. I said my only hope of being able to defend myself, get out of the country. Make a run for it, regardless of the risk. At Japan's request, Interpol has issued what it calls a red notice, not only for Gon, but his wife Carol. Whether or not you were guilty of the charges before you fled, you are certainly guilty now of fleeing. You're a fugitive of justice. What's the future hold for you? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm fugitive of justice. I'm fugitive of injustice. That's the way I will put it. Uh, I don't feel bad about it because the way I've been treated and the way I was looking at the system, frankly, I, I don't feel any guilt. Last week, the Lebanese government issued their own order, restricting Gon from leaving the country until further notice. Not that he's anxious to go anywhere. He's got property here, he grew up here, and remains something of a local hero. And after I landed in Beirut on 30th of December, it was kind of rebirth for me. It was like, I was breathing again, I was breathing again. A new life for now. And Carlos Ghosn says he's willing to face the charges and answer to everything eventually, just not in Japan. Just yes or no, innocent of all the charges? Yes. You plan the escape yourself? Yes. Were Americans involved in the escape? I'll no, take that no as, comment. No as comment. A, okay. No I comment. think we can look into that as we will. Um, has Hollywood approached you about your story? Yes. Is that a reality? Do you see that happening? Why not? And my last question is the first question, the box. Was there a box? No comment. No comments. If you like CBS Sunday Morning with Jane Polly, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.